the project. Kuwait. Learn. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Project. And I get to sit down with Braun from Strong for Life. He coaches a couple of athletes here in Kuwait. He was ranked 42nd in the world in this year's CrossFit Games. Absolute beast. He almost beat out Matt Frazier, the world's strongest man in one of the events, and almost took the uh, overall win. I think he was three seconds behind, he said. But he gets into some deep stuff about training, and he talks about how easy it is, and the Polish methodology, and you know, he just really kind of talks about the determination of the client, and that really kind of sets the precedent for someone to move forward in various sports and bring up their PR numbers. So if you stick around, you get to hear about his different methodologies and some of the methods used in Poland, and it's a very simple approach. So please leave us a rating and review, and you might win a free t-shirt out of it. Thanks. All this and more in today's episode. Mr. Braun from Poland, you coach Jasmine Galaf, Strong for Life Online Coaching, right? Yes, exactly. Joining me from Poland. Now, man, you have an interesting story. You started out as a banker, right? So can you dive into that? Just start right from the beginning, dude. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Braun. I'm from Poland. I was a banker <laughs> for six years before I started to train, let's say, professional sport. At the beginning, it wasn't professional training. I started CrossFit uh, after three years of uh, working in, in the bank. So I had, let's say, just a few hours per day to train. Also, I was a coach. So when I find out CrossFit, I started to train. I started to coach people because in my city, there was any coaches yet because it was uh, six to seven years ago and CrossFit was not well known in, in my city, in Olsztyn. And after three years of training, I decided to leave my job to have much more time for the trainings. And because I, once I found out this sport six years ago, I talked to myself that one day I would like to be able to compete with these guys who I watch on YouTube uh, from this movie from the CrossFit Games. And one day I will be there. And this was my motivation. It was keeping me for the six years and it took me six years to go there. So my my life was really changed since I find out CrossFit to the level how it looks like now. That's amazing, man. Now, it took you six years to get there. How did you get started? What really drove you into it? Were you into fitness beforehand? I mean, you said you never thought you would because you worked in a bank. What can you say to the average person that has that dream that has that ambition and they work in a bank or behind a desk and they're just like, oh, I want to start working out. I want to start, you know, getting fit, healthier, but they always kind of, no, I'll do it next week. I'll do it tomorrow. What kind of gave you that push? You know, like really, all right, I'm going to get out of my desk right now. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym, start bench pressing, learning how to Olympic lift. Because did you break a record <laughs> this year or set a record at the uh, games this year? I heard you had like a mean lift at the games. Main lift at the game and a, a games, like no. a, a really big lift or something. Or Jossam was saying you did something at the really games. Big lift? I don't know. No, no. At the games, I was not able to lift anything heavy this year, unfortunately. Oh no! But before the games and in my my mistake, it was the handstand walk where you uh, finished like in the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second event of the CrossFit Games, I was second. 
overall in this event and just three seconds seconds after the Matt Fraser. Wow. So it's just three seconds and I would win this one. So small, small. Small, man. Just a little bit you, faster. You almost beat Matt <laughs> Fraser, dude. How did that feel almost beating Matt Fraser? <laughs> it would be awesome. But anyway, the second the, taking second place on such competition is really a great feeling. So this is the such moments winning not always competitions but heats events it's really good experience and this is uh, for me it means a lot because i really love competing i really love to be on the arena and i train mainly because of this because to to be able to win competitions frankly speaking i don't like training the routine the volume of the trainings day in the day i really love the competition time when Everyone show up, everyone have one shot to give their best and only one wins. Yeah, only the best guy. So this is, this is really motivate me. Wow, man. So now you're ranked 43rd in the world, right? You're ranked number 43rd in the world. Yeah, correct? 40, 42nd, 40, I think. 42nd in the world. That's amazing. So are you going to continue competing in that high level? Like, What are your goals right now, just out of curiosity? Once I have been there, I know how uh, this competition looks like, the, the atmosphere, the people, all of the CrossFit games. This is a really cool place to be. And I want to uh, come back to this competition as many times, as many years as I will be able because CrossFit is a really fun sport. I really like and enjoy competing and my all my experience in this sport. And uh, every year, I feel I can be better and better. I have uh, 31. I am 31 right now, but I trained this sport on the high level, let's say three years only. So I think I can be much more better for two, three years. So who knows? For sure, I will be trained. I will be compete on high level at least two, three more years. That's amazing, man. That's definitely an amazing feat. I love the backstory. I mean, it's a true from, you know, behind a desk to the main stage of a major sport. Now, let's dive in a little bit to Strong for Life, your online coaching. Now, Jossum started out as an athlete. He was in Spartan races, endurance races, and then he decided to do CrossFit. Right around the same time that I was just getting into CrossFit. And his level has gone up like tenfold since when he started to right now, especially when it comes to the heavy lifting. He can lift a lot of weight for only doing it for a year. What are your training methodologies? They're really simple, like CrossFit is just, you know, mastering the skills, the technique, and then put some volume on this. And this is really nothing special, just having some experience in combining movements and training schedule just to know how to recover from each day, from each lift, from each movements. In my training methodology, I usually program for my athletes, especially from the strength training, the things that works for me, the things uh, which help me uh, become quite strong dude. And I try to, you know, share everything I know all my knowledge about this in my programming. So choosing from the online programs available in the market, mine is mostly focused on the strength. 
So if you want to be stronger at it, so this Strong for Life program is for you. But yeah. of course, we train full CrossFit. So we also do gymnastic stuff, uh, skills, endurance stuff, and so on. But the main focus is on the strength. So now when you talk about the strength, uh, let's talk about the big lifts, the squat, the deadlift, and overhead press. Those big lifts right there. Let's talk about those. How do you program for someone to increase their PRs and their numbers in the squat, the deadlift, and the overhead press? Like, what are some of your secrets to improving those numbers? Secrets. <laughs> there are no secrets. There's uh, only, you know, hard work. The percentage work uh, on all movements, starting from the volume, then intensification and tests. I'm uh, really a big fan of the Charles Polyquin methodology. My strength coach who helped me develop my strength three years ago uh, Wojciech from, from Poland helps me a lot. He using Charles Poliquin methodology. He used this on me and it really helps me to get to those big numbers. So I am using this knowledge, which I know from Wojciech, from my coach. Can you dive into the methodology a little bit and explain a little bit of that for the listeners? So let's say that this is kind of a block training. So we have two, three blocks. First block is the, just an adaptation to the schedule of the weights, which will be trained for the next couple of blocks. So we are starting moving in this. The second block is for the mass gain, for the big sets, just a lot of volume of the, of the training, just to get some mass, just to get ready for the big lifts. And the third block is for the big main lifts. And after that, we finish with some high numbers, uh, low reps, uh, intensification, and at the end, uh, some tests and so on. So this is how it looks like. <laughs> it's really, really simple for the training. I was going to say that's a very simple approach. And it's funny because I just did an interview a while back with uh, Miko Arompa. You know, he's a okay. master's athlete and his methodology was exactly the same. It's just, it's simple. Taking the simplest approach to a lot of these complex movements and just kind of just going over volume and, you know, make, just doing the simple things. Do you have a favorite accessory movement that you give your clients or you give yourself? Yeah, baby, having my experience in, because I, in the same time when I started training CrossFit, I was playing a lot with the kettlebells, with the big bells. Uh, the heart style methodology. So the I don't know if you know that guy Pavel Tsatsulin. He invented uh, also the strange uh, programming, but with the kettlebells only. And I was using some of the movements from his methodology, especially the Turkish get-ups, the windmills, bent pressing. So these kind of accessory movements are my favorites. So with the heavy kettlebells and all which have movements not uh, covered in the, uh, let's say, particular strange movements in our sport. Let's say for the squats, for the deadlift, we move in the same, almost in the same pattern. And if you will have, take into consideration the Turkish get-up windmill, this is much more rotation movements and not quite simple movements also. And they really helped me in my training to getting a much more stronger core. So I also program uh, quite a lot of these to my athletes to help them also to prevent their shoulders because 
I trained six years and I never have have any issues with my shoulders in CrossFit. So I think the training with the kettlebells helps me in this to keep my shoulders healthy. So I also use the kettlebells with this same approach. That's amazing. I mean, shoulders are usually the first things to go on a lot of people. Now, can you talk a little bit about some of the other methods used in Poland? You guys have turned out some extremely strong athletes and some strong men winners. So what are some other methodologies used in Poland for building the strength that the Polish possess? I mean, you guys are really strong and you've had a lot of strong athletes. So what else goes on over there? I mean, is it something in the water? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have as good water in Russia, so, but uh, <laughs> we have really good coaches in the strange training as well. But I think that this is not mainly because of the strange, strange training methodology, but the individual athlete's determination uh, to be just the best in the sport. You know, like we talked earlier, the strange training systems, especially are quite simple and your numbers depends mainly on this how long you will be able to train with no injury because the injury is the only thing you can stop you from the getting these numbers up and in my opinion this is only the mother of the smart strength training do not go too high all the time because we need to have take time to recover to our body just to get it stronger not to push it too much in the short period of time to get uh, some uh, numbers in the short time and then can risk a lot of the injury. So so I think this is the point, the determination of the people because we as a Polish, we are really strong dudes, but we have strong heads. You know, we, we, we want to do things. And if you want to become stronger, you must really want it. Okay, no just going to the gym and leave the numbers the coach just wrote to you you must really badly want to lift this weight, if you all know what I mean. Yeah. Now, how do you translate that? And how do you translate that into your clients? There are a lot of people that say, yes, I want to do CrossFit or yes, I want to lose weight or I want to build strength. But sometimes it's a difference of 20 pounds on the bar, where when you add the 20 pounds and you press up and you got veins popping out of your head and you're really trying versus you say it's a 20 pound PR and it goes up easy. So how do you convince your clients like, hey, add a little bit more weight, add a little bit more intensity, especially in CrossFit, because you only make the workout as hard as you want it. So what what is your method to, you know, sort of talk to your clients and build them up a little bit? Well, CrossFit is a really fun sport because of the people, because of we used to compete even in the trainings. So for having the better results in the training, it's not really hard because this is also the good good point of the group programming, such as my programming, Strong for Life, because this is the group of the people who train together. But, you know, they're all from the different places in the world. So we do training, we compare our scores at the end of the day. So this motivates people to, you know, to have better from the from our friends, from the programming as well. But from the clients, the most important thing for me and the things which I all used to highlight in my programming is the focus on the consistency and on the technique. Because this is the two major keys in that sport, not the intensity. Intensity is just a, you know, it's not always 
good to do CrossFit on 100% every day. Because if you will try to do CrossFit as best as you can, just three, four days in a row, you will need at least one week off. So my advice is always to to train. If you are going to the gym to train, just train. Focus on the movements, focus on the consistency, focus on the technique. Numbers will come. Okay, Your coach will tell you when the numbers will come. Then just try to go harder. And if you are doing some test qualifications, these are tests. Okay, So then you can push as much as you can. Then think on your to to do as many, uh, let's say, quality reps as you can, okay? So your body will learn how to move and how to breathe in, in cross-pitches uh, really in the sport. And then you will be able to be really good athlete, okay? So so now when you do have athletes, like, I mean, I keep referring to and talking about Jossam. Did he come into it with a good base of strength or did you have to build that over time? And when you left banking into CrossFit, did you already have a very good base of strength or was that built? Do I have the base of my strength? With Jossam and with yourself, because Jossam just started in CrossFit. And did he have a good base of strength coming in? And also when you started in CrossFit, was there a good base or was it just built up from nothing? Actually, he had some base of the strength. But right now, I can see the numbers really go high in his training and in a lot of other athletes from my program. I can see the strength is improving. In some guys, just this goes faster. In some guys, slower, but it always go up. So from the wide perspective, I, I can see that the program is work. So that's good. The JSM is he's really... A motivated guy. So, like I said, the the level of your motivation is really determinate how fast you will build the numbers uh, on the bar. So, you must really want to become stronger, be stronger. So, that's amazing, man. I think we can end it on that. Seeing how the internet connection isn't really doing well with us right now. So, thank you very much for coming on the the project Kuwait. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, we can either see you here sometime in Kuwait or maybe one day we'll come to Poland, man. You're welcome in Poland. Just uh, let me know. It will be really cool to see you here. Of course, I would like to also come to Kuwait to see you guys, to visit Jasem. Maybe we'll try to organize a kind of seminar focused on the strength training and on the kettlebell accessory because this might work. Maybe something at the end of the next year. We'll see. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at The Project Kuwait. Thank you, and join us next time.